Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy Monday. It's Sunday night, the day I'm recording this. It's always my favorite time. I actually had a glass of red wine. And I was thinking to myself when I was trying to come up with an idea for this week's episode... We've been talking very much about sort of like relevant topics and stuff at the moment. And I thought, I need to take it back to the roots. I need to take it back to the core. And we haven't spoken about sex in a while. And I absolutely love talking about sex. I love talking about maybe slightly uncomfortable things when it comes to sex. Amazing and fun things when it comes to sex. I feel like I'm one of those people that can make a seemingly and notoriously awkward subject just comfortable and it should be comfortable we should be open to talking about sex it's totally natural it's fun majority of us love it um but maybe a slightly different side to sex than normal I was reflecting on my old episodes which I really want to get back into that format of interviewing the experts like as much as I've loved the solo episodes and I love this kind of vibe I really want to mix it up and do a bit of both and go back to the roots because I love learning and I absolutely love learning when it comes to sex and not just about like what makes it good even though we all like to take notes when it comes to that obviously we want to have the best sex possible but also learning about why things happen why people feel a type of way you know, and normalizing that sometimes sex is actually kind of scary, especially if you're single and you've been out of the game for a while and you don't have one consistent partner and, you know, you can't experience all of these things with someone, like just one person that you're comfortable with. And yeah, like I said, if you've been out of the game for a while as well, which I feel like is my position slight tmi but we're here to share do be the downside of single life sometimes it's not all fun and games 24 7 do you know what i mean so sometimes the thought of getting back in the game and having sex with someone new is actually quite daunting and i already overthink everything all right one of my biggest flaws i'm an overthinker so of course when it comes to sex and obviously it just being so intimate and 
like such a vulnerable situation, activity, if you will. I worry about everything. Like it's it's all going through my head and it's one of the things that I think we should speak about it more because then hopefully just knowing that other people have the same worries and then hopefully helping each other and giving some advice will help us relax because to have the best sex, you need to relax. So today I'm gonna talk about things that I worry about, things that I get in my head about when it comes to sex, intimacy, and just general bedroom behavior. And then we're gonna go through what you guys submitted, talk about it, normalize it, hopefully put each other at ease. At ease? Why did that come out really bizarre? Hopefully put each other. Each Am I all right? The answer is no. Put each other at ease. There we go. Sorry, how many glasses of red wine have I had? I swear it's only two. What I'm trying to say is that I just want this to sort of help us realize that we all have these thoughts. I'm sure we've all had the same worries and give advice on it. So hopefully we can relax and put each other at ease and just try and have the best sex ever. Because it, like if you're like me and you're single and you don't just have one person that you're comfortable with or you just haven't had sex in a while and you're nervous about getting back in the game, Hopefully this will help and um, we're gonna go through all of our uh, worries together. You know what I think might be important to talk about before I just jump straight into what my worries are and what I get in my head about is where does it come from? Like where do these worries come from? And I think it's important to acknowledge that especially if it's maybe from past experiences, maybe if it's even past trauma, I think it's really important to work through that before attempting to try again because, you know, you don't want to put yourself in an uncomfortable position and just do something for the sake of it if, if you're not comfortable and you've not acknowledged there is an actual problem there. Some of us, um, if we haven't necessarily been through anything traumatic per se it will just probably stem from insecurities or yeah maybe just like a past experience not necessarily a traumatic past experience um because I associate that word trauma with like you know something quite severe some of us just had a bad time all right and it just scars you a little bit and you're just like I don't want that to happen again maybe because it was mostly just really embarrassing you know so I think it's important to acknowledge that if your worries and stuff come from a past experience that was, you know, traumatic or really just, you know, on the awful side of things, to work through that first. And if that means, yeah, not having sex for a while and really just working on yourself and working through that, that's definitely the first step you need to do before taking advice from someone that's like not necessarily been through it themselves. Um because it'll need a lot more work than just, oh, okay, thanks, you know, just words, if that makes sense. But I have written a little list of what mine are, and just looking down them, I can see that mine are from my own insecurities and just past experiences, because they were more so embarrassing than anything else. So first things first, which I feel like, I haven't looked at what anyone said yet, but I have a feeling this is a lot of people's and it's just worrying about my body. And from past experience, I know when you're just with someone and you're super carefree and relaxed with them, even if maybe internally you're insecure about your body on like a day-to-day, -day, during sex, how like much are you even focused 
on your partner's body. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you really think about it, when you're, like, so close to each other and, like, on top of each other, or, like, you know, bent over in front of someone, you don't, you're not necessarily, like, looking at, let's say you're insecure about your stomach. Like, when are you really looking at someone's stomach? You know, if you, like, if you actually really think about it. And I always find that the people that are most confident, no matter what body shape they are, other ones that just don't care. Like, who cares? You're both having sex. You're both wanting to enjoy it. Like, who cares what the outer shell sort of looks like? And I think the more you don't care, the more your partner won't care. I'm saying this out loud, knowing full well that I am totally insecure about my body when it comes to having sex and during sex and stuff. And you would hope that the person that you're about to have sex with has you know, acknowledged what you look like and you wouldn't be having sex with them and they wouldn't be having sex with you unless they found you attractive and were aware of what your body looked like. But then I suppose it it might be a case of being insecure about specific body parts. I know with girls, a lot of girls are insecure about what their labia looks like. A lot of girls are insecure about what their boobs look like. And that's obviously not necessarily like a body part that someone is going to see from the offset like I know normally like you can tell what someone's body looks like even when they've got clothes on or you can tell what size butt or boobs they've got you know without having to have seen them naked first per se so I know there's obviously different aspects of feeling insecure about your body um but at the end of the day I I like this is what I kind of tell myself people just want to have sex. (laughs) And I feel like the person that feels insecure is usually the, unless you should obviously only be having sex with people that you're comfortable with and hopefully you know are like a decent human being because nine times out of 10, the person you're having sex with doesn't really care about that sort of stuff. And the older you get, I think you realize that that sort of stuff really doesn't matter. Like, You just want to be having some good sex and like who the fuck cares what your body looks like because when you're lying down and you're in that moment, there's so many more things that you need and should be thinking about in order to just fully immerse yourself in that experience and enjoy it than whether or not, you know, you've got back rolls or dimples on your butt or anything like that. The person you're having sex with should be so fucking privileged to even be in this vulnerable, intimate situation with you that if they even were to dare make a comment on what you look like, I mean, that might be a lapse in judgment with that person from the offset. But, you know, sex is just meant to be so amazing that are we really going to let something as silly as just a body part or you know, getting in our head about the way that our body looks get in the way because it's really, like, all about, like, the inside and, you know, only small elements of your body that really make sex amazing. All the others is just a shell and it's aesthetic and it's really, really, like, not anything that we 
we should be getting in our head about and it's so easier said than done obviously to just be like do you know what I'm not going to care about what my body looks like during sex because like I said sex is the most intimate vulnerable situation you can be and you're completely naked okay but you're both there to have a good time and not hopefully be judgmental about that sort of thing obviously if if that's an, a worry for you like if you're listening to that thinking that's one of your biggest worries sometimes like, it can stem from just having really bad past experiences and someone has been a dickhead and made a comment or like use do you know what I find it's always in the moment no one's saying anything because like I said you're having sex you're having a great time it's always afterwards if you end up having an argument with this person or you know a fight and it, it's brought up against you as a way to hurt you and insult you I think that's something that people obviously would struggle to get over I feel like that's actually happened to me like one time but it was from someone just so insignificant that you you just have to laugh and be like okay you know you had sex with me you knew I looked this kind of way so for you to use that in some sort of like way to hurt me I mean yes it obviously hurts and you and it makes you feel really insecure but I mean, if anything, they just look stupid because it's like, well, no one forced you into having sex with me. So if that's how you felt, you shouldn't have done it. You just look like an idiot. When someone uses your appearance against you, not that it's a compliment, but it's more just like they've got nothing else to attack you on than just sort of like the way that you look. And you can change the way that you look. You know, at least I would be more offended if someone attacks like me as a person like that hurts more because that's like who you are. The way that you look like doesn't define you. So if you were listening to that about your body being a worry and it's based on past experiences because someone's made a comment about you and stuff, just know that that is, it's not a reflection on who you are as a person. If anything, it speaks volumes about who they are and you shouldn't let it stop you enjoying sex and having sex with other people and feeling confident to do so because everyone's got different types everyone's got different body types and just because that one person made a comment about a certain part of you or the way that you look like and obviously it's it's hard to just let that go and you, you obviously cling on to things like that I'm telling you there is somebody out there that would literally engulf every part of you you just got to find the right person and it's more nine times out of ten that most people would do that. There's always just that one prick, isn't there? But don't let it stop you finding your Prince Charming that will lick and kiss and embrace every inch of you. But another thing that I worry about, because it's happened a couple of times, and <laughs> it just makes things a bit awkward. I mean, you would hope, well, actually, one time it happened, and what I'm about to say is that I worry about if the energy will match and if it will be awkward. Because if your, like, sexual energy is, like, it doesn't match up with the person that you're having sex with, <laughs> there's just there's just a lot of talking probably involved and a lot of, like, laughing and maybe just, like, yeah, awkwardness. Feeling awkward is just such a worry and 
something that you don't want to happen in an already potentially awkward situation. Like I said, it's very vulnerable. It's very intimate. It can already feel awkward in that sense. Hence why it's always best to be having sex with someone that you're comfortable with and familiar with. And hopefully you've like established and maybe had a bit of a flirty sexual conversation before. But as we find out and come to realize some people are just all talk. And when it comes to actually getting down and doing it, it's not what they said it was going to be like. And it is awkward. The energies are off. What do you do? That's like a big worry because... I did, I just, like, I, I think I've said this on a, a few platforms, but if you didn't already know, I get terrible secondhand embarrassment. So you must realise that, therefore, when I'm the one that's embarrassed, like, because it's happening to me, it's ten times worse. And I wish that didn't happen. Like, I envy people that just don't get embarrassed, like, at all, because I literally curl up and die. So imagine wanting to curl up and die when you're stark naked in bed with someone and it's just been a really awkward situation. Like, that is a worry that it will just be, yeah, like, just, like, bad sex. And that can happen for so many reasons. It happened to me once because we both just been talking a talk and then, I think I've told this story before, we were both just talking a talk, just got way too drunk, so then when it actually came to it, it was way too much. The vibes were off, the energy was off, nobody knew what they were doing. Obviously, it was consensual, but, like, just nobody knew what they were doing. I don't actually think we spoke for a very long time afterwards as a result. So, yeah, maybe that worry for me comes from... I don't want to say that was traumatic, but it was just, like, embarrassing. Because I know what I'm capable of. I know it's good. So to underperform and it be awkward and embarrassing... I don't want that happening again. I don't want it tarnishing my reputation and my skills that I know that I've got. God, I worry about that all the time. On a slightly more serious note, and again, this is something that's happened to me not too long ago. I actually think I mentioned it on a previous episode. But obviously, I just worry about if, like, something is going to go wrong. And by go wrong, I kind of mean, like, injury or just, like, something... I don't know. For example, there, I've had ex- times in the past where there's been, like, a lot of blood. And that really worries me, like, if that was to happen again. Um, because that can be really traumatising, not just for you, but for them. I mean, in my situation, they weren't traumatised. They were actually really just not good about the whole situation. And that's kind of, like, affected me in the sense of, like, I don't know. It, it's not that I was injured. I know, like, why it happened and... All of that kind of stuff. But it's it's more, I think, maybe just worrying about their reaction if something like that is to go wrong. Because things like that do go wrong. It's not not... Wait, it's not not. It's not uncommon. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not uncommon for something like that to happen. For I mean, you don't want it to happen. And it's not really common that it does. But you don't want it to be like a bloodbath. You don't want... <laughs> This hasn't happened to me, by the way. But you don't want to shit yourself. You don't want, you know, there can be penis injuries that happen. And therefore, they're the bloodbath. Like, you don't want that to happen. But it's not uncommon for it to happen. And it's all just going to be about, like, what the reaction is going to be. You just don't want it to be awful. Because you're probably naked. (laughs) Like, it's all about this whole it being super intimate and super vulnerable that... If anything bad was to happen, 
you're just in this really vulnerable state already it's just, it, yeah it can actually be really scary why am i suddenly completely terrified to ever have sex again and i'm suddenly just not no that is not the purpose of this podcast the pod the purpose of this podcast episode is to help relax us okay but i'm just trying to say like these things do happen and it's it's normal to worry about them because that is a very worrying situation like you don't want to be shouted at for crying out loud when you start naked in bed like you never want to have an argument with someone either when you start naked in bed they're just yeah nobody wants that um so yeah that's something that i worry about just if something goes wrong like with people's bodily functions i just worry about the reaction and if they're gonna be mature enough to deal with it i know i am because like i said i know these things happen and so i just hope they have the same mentality and nine times out of ten they do and my final worry i feel like is a bit of a shallow one or like a not so serious one but i worry about the morning after or just like saying goodbye if it's not someone that is like a constant in your life so it's not a relationship maybe it's not necessarily like a one night stand but i don't know sometimes i just like to be on my own and therefore it's all about like getting that person to just go it it depends who it is i'm not a massive like oh do you want to stay and have breakfast and like cuddle kind of girl like i'm just really not like that and that stems from my insecurities of just waking up and just feeling probably kind of gross and just wanting them to leave and i just want to sort myself out and like be on my own i'm a very independent person i'm used to doing most things on my own i have a morning routine i like to stick to it sometimes i find it hard to relax like so therefore i just kind of need that person to go (laughs) so for me i just worry about saying goodbye and how do you tell someone can you please depart rapidly so i can go to the toilet and i don't know probably fart poo shower like (laughs) i just want to do it all in peace okay i'm sorry if that's gross and if you're a guy and you're listening and you're like ew rachel like sorry but don't you want to do that sometimes if a girl has stayed over at your house and you're just like, I really just want to do my business, whatever your business is, like in peace and not just be worrying that I've got to like entertain someone and make small talk. Unless you really, really like them, then obviously, obviously you want them to stay and obviously you want to cuddle and chat and stuff. You know, that's just kind of what naturally comes. But sometimes you don't, okay? And sometimes you just want them to leave. And I just worry it's going to be awkward. I just worry how to be nice and just sort of say, okay, like, I don't know. Like, I've got work to do. Like, do you mind if you go? Like, I don't want to be rude because I probably do want to see them again. I just like my mornings to myself. Like, is that too much to ask? Okay, I'm done sharing. It's time to go through what you guys get in your head about and what you worry about. And hopefully I can try and help. Uh, the best that I can, I'll just give you my advice. It might be similar to things that I've already said. I am scrolling down though, and freaking heck, so many submissions. Like I said, I feel like sometimes these topics are things that we want to share, we want to talk about with our friends, but don't know how, or just feel awkward doing so, which is why I love doing these episodes, because I feel like we're just helping each other out here. So let me see. The first one is just being confident in general. Fake it till you make it with a bunch of question marks no oh my god i feel like 
everyone aspires to be confident in the bedroom and we do all sorts of things to try and do that but I it will all just come from you being comfortable with the person that you're with and the confidence should just naturally flow because they should just bring it out of you like you should you should just feel relaxed with this person you should never have to fake it although girls we've all been there we've all had to fake it to some extent but you absolutely should not be faking like having like a good no what am I trying to say uh, hopefully you should be having a good time the only thing I really fake is like an orgasm sometimes if you just kind of it's gone on for a while it's been great but like you're not really getting there I mean we shouldn't have to fake orgasms to be completely honest it's 2022 like we should be having orgasms with our partners but it is harder for girls in the sense of it takes a little bit longer and sometimes the person you're with doesn't really care about that sort of stuff but we've had a good time regardless so sometimes we're just like let's it let's end it here so I understand faking it in that sense but you should never fake be faking having a good time and if you need to fake your confidence like I mean is it terrible advice to say go ahead it might help you get there um and if you are capable of faking the confidence then by all means I feel like um but the next one Somebody said, just body confidence and how I look. Hopefully I covered this at the beginning because that's obviously something that I said I worry about as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, so hopefully that's helped you on that one. Because yeah, the summary of it was essentially just what you look like is such like a minor part in the sense of you're not really unless your partner's into literally staring at every inch of you you're not really doing that you're locking eyes hopefully or you're just kind of looking at their body part I'm talking about heterosexual sex here or actually any sexual sex really but you're normally just wanting to look either at them like in their eyes or like at their penis or their vagina like against yours in you like that's the kind of parts that you're focusing on but normally I feel like you're just looking at them in the eyes you're not looking at their stomach you're not looking at their legs you know it, like I said you forget when you're not having sex about what it is that you're actually looking at during sex like like I said if you've been out of the game and you're single you kind of forget that oh yeah you don't really focus on those kind of stuff like it is actually fine when you're in that moment but somebody else said worry about going on top as a plus size woman 
Number one, I think if you're in the situation with someone where you're having sex, they fully, hopefully should have acknowledged that you are a plus size girl and that's what they're into. And if you just own it and be confident with it, they are gonna absolutely love it. Like there's nothing sexier than confidence. And I think when you think about it, I'm gonna speak as a heterosexual woman, straight woman, I think I would be really turned off if the guy wasn't really confident. So just think of it like that, like imagine a guy like on top of you that just clearly was in their head and very insecure. Not that you'd be really turned off in like a horrible way, but you would just be like, oh God, like they're not enjoying themselves. Now I feel really uncomfortable and a bit awkward. Like I hope they're okay. You know, you just sort of think about that sort of stuff. So imagine that's the vibe you would be giving to them. So everyone just wants to have a good time. And I think confidence is key to that. If you have to fake it till you make it, try, but you should just remember that like, at the end of the day, like it's just so minor in the grand scheme of things, like so much more could be worse. You could be a horrible person. Like your body really doesn't define you. And especially in the bedroom, somebody said that they get in their head about tips and tricks on giving head like just trying to remember all of these things isn't it funny I wonder if boys get in their head about when it comes to oral sex like are they going over all these like tips and tricks in their heads on like how to eat someone out and actually make a girl climb I feel like it's more pressure for a guy because it's kind of hard for some guys and girls like oral sex I actually don't really like a guy licking me out but that's because I think I've just had boys that don't really know what they're doing and you know and you just would rather not <laughs> just rather not okay let's just leave that bit out so I need to do better in the sense of I need to be doing things with people that you know actually enjoy it and know what they're doing but I feel like this is low-key an episode that I want to do and I kind of want to do some research and I kind of want to see if there's like a blowjob expert out there because I'd absolutely love to do an episode on that and get someone on because um, I feel like a lot of people want to know. It's such a flex to be like sick at blowjobs, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I can understand because sometimes... There is a lot to sort of think about. You don't want to injure anyone. You want to make sure that you're not, you know, pulling anything down too hard and damaging someone and, you know, no teeth and just making sure you're hitting all the right spots just the same way that a guy would hopefully want to be thinking about the same for you. So, yeah, I can see why you might get in your head about something like that. And it's definitely something that we all want to be well not all of us if you're not into dick then <laughs> this doesn't apply to you but you want to please your partner at the end of the day regardless of what body parts that they've got so yeah that's always something to get in your head about somebody said they worry about their partner having a lower sex drive and worrying if it's their fault that they're not attracted to you or as they put it in first person partner having a lower sex drive worrying if it's my fault and not attracted to me I totally could see why that would be something to kind of like worry about in the sense of you would never want to want to hope that your partner's losing interest in you. I feel like that's every sort of couple's biggest 
worry. You don't want that to happen. But having a low sex drive can be a result of so many things that nine times out of 10, it's absolutely nothing to do with you. And it's more to do with them and them in their head and, you know, being stressed or they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves. Maybe it might be a result of low testosterone. All sorts of external factors can really impact your sex drive. Um, So it's absolutely just worth a conversation and talking about it because sex is obviously a massive part of a relationship. You want that intimacy and when it's not there, you can't help but wonder, especially if you're not having conversations and talking about it, your mind's obviously just going to go there and if they know that it's a problem as well, they should be wanting to put your mind at ease and just reassuring you that it's nothing to do with you. Or if it is to do with you, like... You guys need to talk about it. You need to know that. So you can decide what to do. Do you want to work through that? Do you, if the problem is something that you can actually work through? Or, you know, if you've just, if for what some horrible reason, they are just not attracted to you anymore, which is actually such a horrible feeling. I have been there of like being with someone and just not feeling attracted to them anymore. Like, and it's never really to do with like, what they look like, because they've looked like that the whole time. It's more just other factors that therefore play on the way that you look at them. And that's when you feel like not attracted to them anymore. And it's such a difficult thing to address as much as it's obviously a difficult thing to hear, like being on the receiving end of it. So it's going to be difficult conversations all around. And if you are actually experiencing that, I don't envy a conversation that you're probably going to need to have, but you're going to need to have it. Someone said, feeling like it has to look like a porno. No, like, I'm sorry, but some of the, like, extra performative porn, I, like, don't get how that's, like, I don't know, I just don't get how people get turned on by that sort of thing, like it being so loud, so extra, so just like, I don't know, I don't know, obviously everyone's got different tastes, and if you're into that, then you're into that, but I just like sex to be like passionate, if anything, and I just can't see how a scenario like that is like really passionate, unless you've both agreed that that's what you're into, and you want to be thrown around, and switching positions every two seconds I just don't understand how you can form some sort of like intimate connection if you're changing positions every 10 seconds and just like shouting at each other and (laughs) you know it's more like a gymnastics class than anything like I want to feel connected and like I want to feel intimate and yet it'd be like passionate and I feel like that requires taking your time with it you know so I don't think you should worry that you need it to look like a porno unless they've explicitly said like that's the kind of sex that they're into but if they have said that to you then I think maybe you should sleep with someone else because clearly you're not into it so your sexual energy is just going to be completely not in sync and then it'll just be awkward and you don't want that to happen because it could end up impacting you know future relationships that you have because you don't want that to happen again Somebody says they worry about if his dick isn't going to work. Now, this is something that I actually think I covered in one of my initial interviews. I think it was with Kate Moyles. 
Um, she was a sex expert and we were talking about the dangers of sexual narratives and a lot of sexual narratives uh, surround men that, and that's why it like affects them in the bedroom, for example. The narrative that a guy should always be rock hard and ready to go as a guy, if that doesn't happen for you, you just, you you get in your head about it and for a guy it's a bit more difficult in the sense of like they have got to get something like up and functioning and that's the only way really that it's going to work for girls it's obviously like a little bit different there's not anything that needs to like get hard or anything yes you know we want to be turned on we want to be like naturally lubricated and then it just be more comfortable but obviously we can use lube for that i mean Guys can take, um, oh my God, what is it? What do guys, what is it? The Viagra, there we go. Guys can take Viagra, but I don't know. Obviously you want things to be kind of as, as natural as possible, but there's so many like ex external circumstances that can throw someone off and therefore not function. Like alcohol, for example, plays a massive part because you're just almost so relaxed when you've been drinking that you can't like mentally connect your head to your penis and like get it working and get it going, you know? I think even as girls, we know if we're like quite drunk, obviously not pa completely paralytic that we can't even consent, but you know, when you're just a bit drunk, you know, you've. I feel like we've all been there when we just talk about, yeah, you can't really like, not to say like you can't really feel it, but, if you're listening and you're a girl, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can just be that sort of level of drunk where you're like having a good time and stuff, but you know, you, it hasn't really like required a lot of like thoughts, like get anything going and you can't necessarily really like feel what's going on, especially if it more, it's more to do with the oral sex. I think that people make those types of comments, but yeah, I mean, it's every girl's not like worst nightmare of a guy can't get hard. Cause you just think, fuck's sake, it's me. Like, He's just taking one thing at me and he can't get hard. But honestly, no. Nine times out of ten. By the way, don't do not do this. But how many times have I said nine times out of ten in this episode? But honestly, like, nine times out of ten, it's absolutely nothing to do with you. Hence why guys get so frustrated normally when that happens. Because they're just like, fuck's sake, why is this happening? Because they obviously find you attractive and they really want this to happen and they, they don't know why. But like I said, just there's so many external circumstances that can play um, a factor into why that happens. So yes, it's a worry because obviously we, we've probably worked ourselves up and are like wanting to have sex with this person. So, you know, the key element to us having sex isn't working. Yeah, it is a bit of a worry. And you can't help but think maybe it's to do with you and it's kind of... Not like ruin the moment, but like both parties are fully aware that yes, it has kind of low-key ruined the moment, but it's normally not their fault. I feel like this is a good one. Somebody said facial expressions. No idea why, because I know it's so silly. That is such a good shout. Like, oh my God, sometimes I don't even really think about that. But then again, it's been like a little while for me, so... I don't, I like, I forgot that was even a thing. Yeah, facial expressions. That's a good one because people joke about like sex faces and stuff and you don't don't want like a embarrassing or like 
ugly looking sex face, you know, but when you're in that moment and you're really enjoying yourself, you just can't really help what your face looks like. And if you're trying to pull a certain face, then you're probably just thinking about that too much and not really just like being in the moment. So I wouldn't deep it too much. Obviously you wanna try and have like a good face, but if you if you don't at the end of the day and they make a comment on it, just be like, sorry, I was just so relaxed and having a fucking sick time. I just wasn't even thinking about what I look like. And yeah, hopefully they'll just be like, fair enough. I'm reading a lot, a lot, a lot of people saying that their biggest worry is about their body. So, and I thought that was going to be the case. So hopefully, like I said before, that I covered and gave some hopefully decent advice at the beginning of this episode. There's also a lot about how to give a blowjob and the thought of it scares people and just like being shit in general. Guys, should I do a blowjob episode? Is that really hectic? I feel like I'm going to have to warn my mum that I'm going to do that and tell her absolutely don't listen. Um, well, unless she... <laughs> I don't even want to say that, but, you know, let me know. And, like, should I get an expert on? Should I do some investigating and get a blowjob expert on? Although, I can't really interview myself, can I? (laughs) Sorry, I'm joking. I'm not joking, but that was a joke, sort of. Anyways, but I actually, I wonder if there is a professional out there that I could interview. If you know anyone that I should interview... Maybe it's yourself <laughs> or you just know like a big person on social media or maybe like I should look into like the sex experts that I spoke to before. Yeah, let me know. Submit it into the Rated R podcast Instagram um, because I would absolutely do an episode on that. But so many of you girls are also saying about going on top and stuff like that. And I think that's all about just like the rhythm and the energy and the synchronization between you and your partner. Most guys actually would help you out in that situation. But I think it's important to remember that just due to our bodily anatomy, going like in a back and forth motion feels better for us. And going up and down feels better for a guy. So I feel like just like a little mix of both and you're good to go. Somebody said that they're worried about actually having an orgasm and I and they don't know why, but I stop myself because I find it embarrassing. I can totally understand why you might say that because as girls, hopefully we have experienced an orgasm, hopefully with a partner maybe, but more times than not just on our own. And we know what that feeling is like. Like it literally takes over your whole body. Like, you know, it's incredible really and it's an incredible feeling but because we're doing it to ourselves we're in control so I can in any situation it can be worrying and scaring to like relinquish that control and someone else be in charge of that especially being in charge of that euphoric feeling that takes over your whole body like what was if you (laughs) completely like not like go insane but you know what I mean like we might not especially if you've not experienced an orgasm given to us from somebody else we just don't know how it might react but you've got to remember that's that normally is the end goal I wouldn't put too much pressure on it being the end goal because we know it's hard to achieve that and if all you're focusing on is like giving your partner an orgasm and not like enjoying it for yourself and you know just enjoying the journey of getting there then 
you know, it, it's just not as it's good and it's not as fun. And it's just when you're just focused on one thing, you forget to enjoy the rest of it. But I know I totally understand. Like it's, yeah, you've just got to, re- that's why it's so important to be relaxed and comfortable with that person. I'll do a couple more because a lot of them are very much the same. So I hopefully I've covered them throughout. But somebody said the taste of my lady garden, especially if it's night and I've not showered since the morning. I'm assuming you're just talking about like after a night out. I think it when I've been in those situations, I do really try and like go to the toilet beforehand just to like sort of make sure that everything's okay. Perhaps like go to the toilet. I actually have wipes in my toilet. They're like um, pH safe, like Andrex toilet wipes. Um, I especially use them because I have heavy periods. So like I've always just got a packet um, by the toilet because I like to keep myself like extra clean. And they're not necessarily like fragranted or anything. They don't upset your pH. They're obviously designed for you when you're going to the toilet and stuff. And it just kind of reassures me that everything's a little bit clean, kind of um, before you go into situations like that. I always try and make sure I go to the toilet and use a little wipe before like getting into it. Sometimes those things can't be helped. Sometimes you don't have time to go to the toilet and you're just getting straight into it. You would hope that your partner has acknowledged the fact that you've been out all evening uh, together, so you're both low-key in the same boat, it's gonna be sweaty, it's gonna be, you know, x, y, and z, but if you are naturally, like, a clean person, in the sense of you do shower regularly, you drink lots of water, you eat well, then no amount, well, actually, that's a, like, if you party all day and stuff, but a few hours of partying shouldn't really be causing too much of a difference and like a bad taste and a bad odor I want to go ahead and say so yeah my advice would just be to try and get yourself to the toilet beforehand if you are really worried about it but I wouldn't be if you're both in that same boat and your natural taste should just taste like a body you know what your natural smell is like and, and you'd know if something was, like, off, I think, beforehand. And hopefully you wouldn't therefore let yourself get into those situations if you thought maybe there was something going on down there. Maybe just a bit of thrush that you didn't know about. You can get thrush from anything. It's a bacterial infection. So, you know, you, I, you wouldn't want to be responsible of passing that sort of thing on. So hopefully you wouldn't be doing that with someone if you thought that that was a possibility. And obviously thrush can cause a little bit of odour. Um, but no, hopefully, if you, yeah, drink a lot of water, have a balanced diet and are a generally clean person. Your smell and taste should just be natural and your partner shouldn't be expecting you to taste like sweets and, and candy floss, just like you shouldn't expect. Well, oh, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have been there with a man tasting a certain type of way. You know that's a result of if it's bad what they've been eating and stuff like that but their like actual skin and stuff should just sort of taste like body I don't know I don't know how you describe the taste of skin like and I'm not saying taste is in like eating but obviously when you're licking certain places you are obviously tasting their skin and yeah it should all if they're a good clean person should just taste fine and just should taste natural 
But um, I'm just scrolling up and a lot of them are all the same. Some of them are quite funny, but I feel like I've covered kind of a lot of the main topics and the main sort of worries that people have got. And I'm sure you can apply them to like other situations in terms of the advice. But I feel like they're the main things that we worry about. And I was going through all of them being like, that is 100% crossed my mind at one point or another. So just know that you're not alone with those worries. We all have them. Hopefully I've given some good advice and just even saying them out loud and talking about them should give you some sort of comfort that you're not alone. We all have those thoughts. We all experience them and there are ways to overcome them. And I just think the older you get when it comes to things like this, your your mindset does naturally mature. And with a lot of things, you just don't care about them anymore. Not as much as you used to anyway. When you're younger, these things feel like the biggest thing in the world. But as you get older, you realize that there are so many worse things a person could be and like do than just these little minor aesthetic concerns that can easily be changed if it's like body parts and stuff or even if it's not you and something you can easily change you just sort of embrace those parts of you you're unique and if the person that you're with doesn't see it that way then that is not the person for you they do not deserve to be having sex with you you deserve better and you should strive for better as well so hope this was a fun episode. Hope we have relaxed each other a little bit and put each other at ease. And let me know if you want me to do more episodes like this. And let me know about the blowjob episode because I will happily get an expert on and get some tips. I'll have my notepad at the ready. I know I think I'm good, but you can always be better, you know? And I feel like by the, by the looks of it, a lot of you guys want tips. We always want tips on things like that, on how to just be better because it'll be us wanting to be better to please our partner. And that's always what we want to do. We want to please our partner. So let me know if that episode would be fun. I feel like I would really enjoy it. And I feel like you guys would too. But I love you guys. And I'll see you next Monday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.